0: All right, and welcome to episode two of Pompidou Review. This one was, uh, this one was an episode. It definitely was. Was it? <laughs> it was titled I, I I think it was. It was titled Lottery. But before I get ahead of myself, I want to in- introduce my co-hosts. This time we are joined by Chase and Door. Hello. Uh, hello Chase and as always the talented Mr. Grippy.
1: Here I am and I'm not happy about this.
0: What are you unhappy about?
1: Uh this whole this whole thing we've embarked on. I'm not I'm I'm filled with starting, rage right
0: now. Were you starting to regret the amount of Pompidou you have to actually watch for this podcast?
1: I'm going to – like no spoilers or anything, but I'm going to say that episode, season two – sorry, season one – hopefully there's no season two. Season one, episode two of Pompidou Lottery may be the single worst piece of filmed cinema, both television or otherwise, ever created on the planet Earth by human beings. Everyone involved in this, down to the sand, sound man, and the key grip, and any single person <laughs> that set foot on the set of this television show, should be burned mm. at the stake.
2: I'm on the now, other end. Can I say that I thought that yeah, this was? Yeah, I was going to see what your what your reaction to
0: this episode was,
2: Chase. I was going to say this was a pompaduzi, and I had a lot of fun <laughs> watching this episode. And that's mainly because I've uh, thank you. I didn't get to really introduce. I'm part of the pompadudes. We're a group of middle group of twenty something pompa, What?
0: Are you gonna do Pompa jokes throughout this entire No, thing? these
2: are my only two. Okay. I got I wrote these down beforehand. <laughs> I'm a pompa dude, and hopefully by the time the series is over, you guys will wanna join in.
1: So I understand okay. that you're trying to create like an interesting dynamic where someone liked the show, but I sat in the I sat in the room with you and watched this entire thing beginning in twenty two minutes or however the fuck long this Hell hole went down, mm-hmm. and I literally didn't see you crack a smile. No, you just weren't
2: looking, Matt, and I was laughing on the inside. I mean, okay, we'll we'll discuss. Let's just discuss it. Yeah.
0: All right. So episode two was titled "Lottery." It delved into the themes of random luck, changing circumstances, paradigm shifts between friends when new wealth comes into the play, and uh, it really shook things up from the uh, the the. First episode where there was a definite set paradigm between Pompidou and his butler. Um, Matt, why don't you why don't you explain the premise of this episode?
1: Well, I mean the episode opens up with Pompidou fully nude in a bath, like a like a like a metal tub. (laughs) And he and and the, the butler's bathing him. And he's playing with, like... uh, Now, here's an opportunity. You're doing a silent television series that... A dialogue-free series, as they call it. So it's all visual stuff. Here's your opportunity to have Pompidou playing with something funny in the tub. But, no, he seems to be playing with, like... What was it? Like a large light bulb of some sort? It was like a big white sphere. And he was just smashing it, going... And smashing it into the water and the whole joke was that he was spraying water and bubble bath on the butler's face
0: Okay, about that very scene the only thing I wrote down was looks like he's jerking off in a bathtub
1: Yeah, he looks like (laughs) he's jerking off like a big, like a weird bulb
2: (laughs) I was gonna say, if he was playing with anything else besides that bulb looking dick thing Mm -hmm. it would be pretty (laughs) naughty That's our first instance of naughty in the episode as well no, he, when does he say Naughty? He's in the tub. He's like, naughty.
1: Oh Did no! He of, oh no! The you butler know, gets the butler gets mad at him for splashing water everywhere, and mm-hmm. then he blames it on his weird circular toy, and he goes Nazi. naughty. And naughty. It. See, which I, is I, now I, like I, we're only two episodes. This is the second episode, and so this is officially like we weren't sure that Naughty was going to be. A full catchphrase. But I was going to ex- say that after yeah. the
0: end of the episode, I was regretting the fact that I didn't have a na- naughty count. I, I, I think and the the fact is, I don't want to go back and watch every episode to count how many times he says naughty, because I don't want to watch this show again. Well, but y- You're I in luck. I regretted not having a tally. Did you keep
2: a tally, Chase? I'm a pompa dude, and I'm on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Got every reference of naughty in the episode. <laughs> No, you so
0: we'll, what was this episode's naughty count?
2: <laughs> I gotta count them up, but we'll give you a, a naughty ring up at the end of the episode. Okay. Okay.
0: Excellent. Excellent. So, so after so- the bathtub, Chase, what happens after the bathtub?
2: Uh well, I'm just kind of looking at my notes right now, and I just yeah. have a question like I Okay. Is the dog his wife? Yes, okay.
1: So we discussed yes. this in the first episode. Yeah, I remember but I can, I- yes. I, like, can we take we- a here. Okay, the dog is absolutely his wife, right? Absolutely his wife. This this episode
0: completely solidified that theory with having them sleeping in bed together. And yeah, because they're not sleep. He's
1: him. it's not sleeping like a dog in his bed. Mm-mm. It's like sleeping next to him, like on the pillow next to him. And like even when he gets out of bed, it's like like he got he woke up his what It's his wife, yes, and it's a very it's feminine good. dog too. It's like not like flowing. Mm-hmm. Matt, there was a second Womanly thing that hair. I
0: noticed in this episode as well. Yeah, in the in his house, I was looking at the paintings, and I realized that every single painting looks like him. Yeah. the men and the women. So the the theory that he's like a nobleman or whatever, hundred percent solidified in my mind. That's yes. what's going
1: on. And we find out, like this is jumping ahead a little bit. We found out find out that his name is Pompadour P. Pompadour.
0: Pompadour. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not laughing at that being funny. I'm laughing at that like that is something that is said during this episode during this episode it's it's revealed. So we're 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 peeling back layer by layer of of kind of figure out it's like a lost level thing. Like you find it's, out a little bit more each time. But we haven't even gotten in, we're not 1 minute into the episode yet. So let's start scene that, that scene
0: from the first episode where he's removing all the layers of his clothing. I think was al- an allegory for the rest of this season is we're just going to peel back the layers of Pompadour and see who the real Pompadour is inside. I hope. OK,
1: so he's watching the lottery. He apparently mm-hmm. – uh, we, we can infer that he does this every single week because he knows the whole song and boy do they make us sit through the whole thing of him singing <laughs> – this lottery song that I don't know if it's a British reference like this is the like I don't know if this is like the knowing the Jeopardy song or whatever but he sits there and goes dee, 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 and sings the entire thing in Pompadour speak he sings the lottery theme mm. and then he gets the first number right on his lottery ticket and apparently this is even though he watches it every week this is the first time this has ever happened to him because he fucking flips out loses his goddamn shit and starts Running around, screaming his weird language everywhere. He goes to a bus stop for some reason. Meets Betty White. He meets a Betty white <laughs> old lady. And he dances with her until she misses her bus. And then he gives her his wallet, which is empty because he's poor. But he gives her his wallet because he doesn't need any anymore because he's rich. And he gets back home and the butler informs him that, of course, he needs to get all the numbers. So then we get the humorous scene of him going back to the bus stop and taking back his wallet and... Then going back home and then spoiler I mean not spoiler, what a twist the butler's the one that won the lottery
0: and that is the paradigm shift that we were not expecting
1: no but 100%. we can't we can't delve into that yet because once again we get the hilarious reaction where Pompidou does the exact same thing that thinks he's won the lottery and goes back to the bus stop and oh, oh, oh. dances with Betty White again and she misses her bus again and then he Gives his wallet back to her. Mm-hmm. I have a question for you guys about this scene. Yeah. Now,
2: does Pompadoo think he, he won the lottery, or do you think that he's gonna pretend like he won the lottery, knowing that it was the uh Butler's lottery I think, ticket?
1: I think Pompadoo even though the Butler works Or were they gonna split it or what was Well his? I think well they discussed splitting it at one point, but like Do they I think Pompeo Yeah, I think Pompadoo thinks that they're kind of in this together even though he's yeah. the one getting bathed and fed and all this stuff and the butler's doing all the work and he's just being kind of a complete asshole he thinks that yeah. they're all in this poverty thing together and this is going to be the thing that brings him out but the butler's kind of like hey i paid for this with my own money and we get the great flashback of him walking up to a counter and giving money and <laughs> buying a lottery ticket so that we know how <laughs> it happened i well we wouldn't know unless i had no idea how he it. got yeah. a lottery ticket so they had to show that well
0: I got to say that the speech bubbles that pop above their heads have been have been pretty useful in, in being able to give context to these scenes.
1: Oh, yeah, because Pompidou believes that when he wins the lottery, he'll be on a boat with, like, big-titted women eating in cake. bikinis eating a cake. And they show that multiple times as if it's such a humorous image to have bikini women. <laughs> they show it, like, three times.
0: Uh, uh, here's the thing. Before I watched this episode tonight, I did a little more research on the show, and no, I feel like I, that's
1: against our, our No, goals. no, I mean
0: the, I just wanted to see the production behind it because yeah. I'm still – I can't understand how this got made. It was 100 percent produced by Matt Lucas. The Pompidou. guy
1: who plays Pompadour. Yeah.
0: So every time I see a scene like that, what goes through my brain is that this is literally just a guy paying for himself to be able to be in this situation surrounded by big-titted women eating cake.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because they had to film that for like an extent. They had to get in a yeah. boat, get the women, yeah. get that whole thing just so that a, speed, a little bubble can appear by his head and be like, this is what being rich is like. Yep. And and I got to emphasize that the worst part of this show, the worst possible part of this show is that he is making fucking noise for every single second. This is not a silent Show. There's no silence involved in this. It's like every waking moment, even a single moment that requires some kind of comedic timing, he's going Rawr. Yeah. Rawr, the entire fucking time. I seriously want to rip my eardrums out of my goddamn skull. I hate this it's, show. It's like watching a 25-minute improv scene of
0: uh, the inference using mime and gibberish where you use fake language. It's like watching that for 25 minutes with full production value.
1: And that's an activity that's meant to lead to other things, right? I mean, yeah. this is I, – I literally wrote down here. I, w- I have my notes ready because last episode I was taking copious notes. Around the time where he was dancing with the Betty White lady for the second time, I literally just wrote down, haven't cracked a smile. Like you think that <laughs> it, stupid humor should be able to
2: – See, I cracked a, I cracked a smirk – When she or when he made her miss her bus, and she did like a, "Hmm." I don't know, it made me crack a smirk (laughs) No,
1: well, we'll get to at the end of the episode. We'll go through all our our new feature. We're gonna have all our times that we laughed. But let's move forward. The butler leaves, and oh, and did anyone catch? He won eight million pounds. That's how much money he won. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then he. Good afternoon. Oh, and that's the new catchphrase of Pompadour is that he says. Good afternoon constantly. Good afternoon. And like the whole joke is that it's not afternoon.
0: That's how he introduces himself to new people.
1: Yeah. So, you know, during this whole time, the dog is just kind of like a, a, a viewer. Like she is she's pretty I, non-reactive to what's going on.
0: Here's the thing about the dog. The dog is my favorite part of the show. The, the dog is the only thing that makes me laugh just because it's it's a puppet dog. That is
1: a, a <laughs> wife to hideous. a human. I mean, the we'll beastiali- discuss it. The yeah.
0: fact that there is bestiality going on in this show, behind the scenes...
1: Yeah,
2: presumed bestiality. Makes me a
0: little sad. But and the
1: fact that the dog is, is,
0: is always being so naughty...
1: Well, they're <laughs> blaming the dog for things. Because they 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 treat the dog as a dog only when they need it as a scapegoat. Like later in the episode when he breaks the TV, he blames the
0: dog. whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's go. Yeah. We're, so, okay, so the situation well, we're in right now is that Pompidou thinks he has won the lottery, but in fact, the butler has won the lottery and he Pompidou fights the butler on it and he and he tries to do it, but the butler finally does decide he's going to take the money and he leaves. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Then what happens?
1: Then the a montage, then there's a montage of three, I think three months later And Pompadour is living in Pompadour and his dog wife are just living in disgusting filth, and they're just sort
0: of hoarders.
1: Yeah, like they're living in piles of garbage, and the poor dog just has so much garbage in her hair that she just looks like she's
0: there's overdue bills laying all over, and like because you gotta pay. The the, the one thing that I've learned about viewing the Pompadour is you really do have to pay attention to what's going on on screen. Because the, if you look away for a little bit, all you're listening to is. Oh yeah. You you, you can't be on water. your phone
1: at all during this show.
0: No, and that's and I think that's the the worst part about it.
1: It is <laughs> because I mean, what you can do is turn the sound off. Because you get you gain nothing. I mean, unless you find it humorous that they sometimes kind of say English words, then. It, there's no reason to have the sound other than pure annoyance, but we do it. We do it so that we can get through the show. So the butler leaves. They're living in filth. the finally Pompadour gets the uh, nerve to clean the place up. He buys a bunch of cleaning supplies and a chicken, and then he cleans his entire house with the chicken, and then cooks the cleaning supplies. And it's supposed to be a big laugh that he tries to eat a bottle <laughs> of bleach. All right, C- Chase. I just write... I want
0: you to talk about that segment. How? What was your takeaway? Well, no, I, th-
2: I, I really only had two things that I could. I, I wrote down mm-hmm. for this scene, and I just feel like I should just read them off. Uh-huh. So first off, I said, I don't think anybody can be so stupid to cook a bottle.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a sponge. Or like something that could even look like food, but the, it was just a, a burnt bottle and that was the, the thing that, that, that really
0: stuck out to me is that when he was buying cleaning supplies, he only purchased bleach and ammonia. And those are the two things if you mix them together, it makes toxic gas. You're never yeah. supposed to clean with those together. Well see,
2: that's a that, nice that's kind of a funny little thing they did that you wouldn't be able to pick up. I mean there Unless are you're smart
0: there there are underlying clever jokes. Sort of in this show and my other, like,
2: this was just kind of a question of the entire series that I wrote down was Pompidou has a butler, and he lives in a trailer how How come he can be poor enough to live in a trailer but afford a butler?
1: Well, how can he afford to buy like the well, here's the thing you didn 't see the fucking episode one where the entire episode was based around the fact that they can't even afford to buy more than a mini hot dog to eat and they're dying. <laughs> They're literally dying of hunger, and then he can, is able to buy a chicken as if it's nothing, and then he uses it to clean his house.
2: He's, salmonella <laughs> is everywhere in that He's house.
1: Smeared, yeah, smeared just bacterial filth everywhere.
0: Everywhere, dog's gonna gonna just die. It's gonna be dead. It's a dead wife dog. <laughs>
1: I, or, okay, so I, let's just skip ahead. The, the butler meets back up with him, and he's like rich, he's tanned, he's got hair. The reveal of butler having his hair? Great. That was that oh, was a oh, highlight. I, I, I For
0: this one, I have written down, when he first runs into him, the butler just looks at him and goes, Pompidou. Yeah, that was
1: my only laugh. I'm going to do a quick spoiler, we're going to recap on this, but that was my only laugh of the episode, is when he goes, Pompidou do do, um, um, so they go and he, in and he shows like up wee- in a
0: really nice yeah. trailer. And, and to keep in mind, Pompadour, his living situation. There's two trailers duct taped together, and this really nice like Airstream trailer arrives, and then they finally he goes inside of it, and it's the interior of just like a nice house.
2: Command.
1: It's it's yeah, like it's a weird like, Doctor Who situation. Like it's bigger on the inside well, than the outside.
0: Or yeah, oh, I was I was thinking, and I had a bit of a theory here. What if the butler is actually like a wizard? Or is he a time, lord? time doctor? Maybe he's a time lord. Maybe that's going on. Because that's and the only way I could. Explain what
2: if after what's his name from Doctor Who? Who's playing Doctor Who right now?
1: Uh, that guy, the older guy.
2: What if he's basically <laughs> kind of. Auditioning for to be the new the next Doctor now, Who.
1: Now describe
0: uh, Matt. I want you to describe what his spray tan and fake hair looked like, and I want people to envision Doctor Who looking like this.
1: Yeah. Well, he's a spray tan. <laughs> he's got earrings. He's got like blonde hair. He starts acting very effeminate, which is not how he acts when he's a butler. But maybe this is like after he lets his hair down. This is so how basically, he acts?
0: Chase. That was the worst idea ever.
1: Yeah. Well, no, but, I just think it would be funny if like <laughs> if like. The next season of Doctor Who opens up with like a uh, episode, like where the the, the Doctor re emerges as this guy and just starts going, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> whatever companion they have on there, it's just like, the dog. Excu- excuse me, what what's going on? Are you the Doctor? Are you the Doctor I know and love? And he's just like, blah, naughty. <laughs> Um,
0: okay, I take it back Chase. That was a funny idea. I
2: apologize. So,
1: we get into a situation. This is the switch mm-hmm. that we were talking about where Pompidou gets foreclosed on. His house is being sold for 10,000. His trailer that's fil- his trailer filled with garbage is being sold for 10 grand uh pounds, which is yes. like 15 grand American money, I feel like based on no knowledge and throwing a I think random money out there. Anyway, to 20. So uh, he starts working as the butler for his butler. So that's the big switch that we get. So we're in trading places. No, you've you've
0: skipped over. Pompidou goes through a a hobo phase where he is actually uh, living on the corner of the street, sleeping on a bench surrounded by boxes, paintings, and his wife, dog, is continually playing harmonica, but there is no sound of harmonica
2: playing.
1: That is true. It's this is a series where it's based entirely on sound and they didn't bother to put a harmonica noise.
2: At that point I I put in my notes, he fucks that dog. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's when I realized that they were probably married.
1: So he becomes <laughs> the butler. he becomes the butler's butler and we have this humorous thing where we know that Pompadour's bad at cleaning houses. He can't do any of the butler duties. He's burning like- shirts.
0: He's, Wait a minute, this is the second
1: montage of the episode. How many yeah.
0: montages do these episodes have?
1: This whole goddamn show is a montage. There's no plot. So it he just is he's a shitty butler is the whole joke and it goes on for so long. But now we get to the most extended gag in the whole episode which I found, I don't know about you guys, painful on a level that has the show has never reached before. Well, the whole joke is that there the butler has ordered a TV and Pompidou and the TV guy have to get the TV into the fucking oh, I trailer. I to
0: mention one of my laughs but okay continue. No we're
1: gonna get to all the laughs at the end. So they're moving Are we? This-
0: Cause I thought I was the host Matt I can, I can bring up laughs whenever I want bro. You okay? can
1: bring up laughs but it's your idea and we were gonna do it at the end like we did last episode
0: Just because it's my idea doesn't mean I have to do it Matt okay. Anyway what were you talking about?
1: Talking about them trying to get a box <laughs> into a door and rotating it all the wrong ways and like going huh? yes. and moving it up to the door and oh, it doesn't fit. Let's try it a different way. At that point, I'm just thinking like, this is like Dora the Explorer level humor where well, I- you're dealing with like, can we fit the box in the square? Oh, that's the wrong way.
0: Oops. But then, I mean, there was the clever thing where they kept stopping for tea.
1: They stop and have tea like five times. Couple they- of tea? And then think cup of tea. Cup of tea.
0: Cup of tea. Afternoon. Cup of tea.
1: So the big, the big, <laughs> final gag is that they finally get the TV down and they put it on a chair and sit on it for no reason. <laughs> While having their cup of tea. Cup of tea. And because of that, they literally have to act out the TV shows. And. This is when the butler comes home and he's flipping the channels and Pompidou and the T V guy, who's still there for some reason, has to well, they have to act out they have to act out all the different shows, which ends up it ends up lingering on a like quiz show, like a Jeopardy type show, which lasts forever. It's Pompidou as a woman and as a man <laughs> going back and forth, going answering trivia questions in full Pompidou language and there's no joke other than going flippity-floppity. Is it
2: flippity-floppity? Floppity-flippity.
1: Flippity-floppity.
0: The, fluminy. I mean, a little bit of context. I believe that it, in England and, and I think a lot of these jokes that we aren't getting are very much about British culture. I think that the, this overall arcing idea behind the show is that it's, it's mocking how outdated the old sense of having nobility and people owning big huge plots of land and not actually working and having servants and just having income. It's, it's kind of a, a parody, a, a, a statement on that. And so the context there is that they love their game shows in England. So but that's like an in-joke for the British audience. But
1: I, would, I would buy that if the show wasn't selling itself as a dialogue-free sitcom so that it's a vi- – they're selling it as a dialogue-free sitcom specifically so that it is going to be humorous to all people of all cultures. It's supposed to be an international comedy. You know it literally says think this that. Show,
0: you know how I think this show is funny too?
1: Matt Lucas
0: Matt Lucas
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bet he
0: watches this all the time at home, probably just how this is actually probably how he just talks
1: so finally, Pompidou gets f- thrown out for being a shitty butler. well, he blames it on the he oh he blames, it. blames it he blames the TV being on broken on the dog, his wife by saying that there was a show about meat or something, and the dog jumps <laughs> through the TV. Yep, And then uh, he gets thrown out for being a shitty butler And we end up with Pompidou writing a protest sign Protesting the fact that he doesn't get to be a butler anymore On the back of his demolish this house now sign That was supposed to go in front of his house Before we get to that, I
2: know we we're, we we're kind of passed this But remember the whole eviction scene when he gets evicted? And the two yeah. guys come to the... Oh, that's yeah. when they reveal <laughs> that his name is when-
1: Pompidou Pompadoo
2: P? Yeah, you just... Pompadoo P, Pompadoo. Did you guys notice how bad the green screen was behind those two guys? Yeah. It was... Pompadoo Pompadoo. They had, like, a green halo around them.
1: Anyway, he's holding this sign that says Demolish Now, and the big... Obviously, the big joke is that the Demolisher people come, and they demolish the wrong trailer. They demolish the big wah- mansion trailer. Womp, womp, womp. And somehow in the process... The crushing of the trailer transforms the butler back into his previous form so that he's just on the ground in his previous form, bald with none of his stuff. And then it it crushes his trailer into a cube. But once again, I have to remind you guys, he won eight million pounds and mm-hmm. apparently he's just given up.
2: That I was, was going to say, it, I write here, does the butler just give up yeah. <laughs> on
1: everything because there's no way that's all his money, right? Maybe he realizes
0: once he loses all the things he has that the one thing he really wants is to be Pompidou's butler.
1: But he doesn't seem happy about it. Pompidou's Maybe. gross and a, an asshole. He's a gross asshole who fucks his dog. <laughs> they go, they fucking go back into the house. Pompadour immediately, of course, gets the butler on it, like, clean up all his shit. And he sits down at a piano and starts playing the theme song to his show, which is a recurring <laughs> thing where he starts, he loves his own song, and he starts playing "pompadoo Pompadoo, Pompadoo, the song that starts uh-huh. these episodes, and uh, we cut immediately to, to credits. There we go. Back to...
2: Do you think they really missed an opportunity to do a really good title for this episode? In
1: Maybe.
2: The Prince and the Pompa Popper,
1: popper Doo? Popper do would have been way funnier. Really, pomp and mm-hmm. popper? You yeah. missed the entire opportunity for a joke. No,
2: I didn't. Yes, he did. The prince. Okay, and the so
1: pop- so if <laughs> oh, I, it. but wouldn't it be the exact same joke if I was in an episode of TV where I lost all my money and they called it the Prince and the Mat Popper? You just put the word popper at the end of something. Pomp Pop. popper. A parody has pomp a dopper.
0: I've taken the. The uh you took the prefix, I took the suffix. Normally the prefix works better, but in this case it rolls off the tongue better with the suffix. Chase.
1: Anyway, I, I hated I, this. I, I literally I, just that's what so, I wrote. So, I hated this. Bring it episode. Into, so
0: so that, that sums up the episode. That that's what happens uh in the episode. Now we're gonna uh take our score sheets that we all have, gentlemen. And we're gonna do the Pompadour laugh count. And uh, Chase, uh, you have the naughty count, correct?
2: Yeah, we had a total of two naughties in this episode.
1: The <laughs> that first took one we talked a while to count those up. Huh?
2: <laughs> the first one was in the tub at the beginning. And the second uh, uh, one came when the dog jumped through the TV, <laughs> and he's like naughty.
0: Okay, I I think you're wrong. I think it was more like six. Because no, well they said it multiple teams. times
2: But it was two instances of the naughty Like, naughty, naughty You, you can to count it,
0: the amount of times you wanna, Oh, of oh I
2: was counting yeah. instances Of him using it
1: This is a work in progress We're still getting yeah. all our segments together Well, it but looks like we're gonna have to watch this with, episode again If you up, want to get a
2: more accurate
1: count <laughs> There's a, we came We came up with Lincoln came up with a way of scoring because last episode we decided that we should mention all the times that we mm-hmm. legitimately laugh if we do
0: yes so so let me thank you Matt for reminding me the, the way that this, this scoring is going to work is you tallied up the amount of times you laughed and then you gave each one a numerical value between 0 and 10 10 is falling out of your chair Hilarity, laughter is completely taken over your body. Zero is your groaning from an uncomfortably uh, something that makes you feel uncomfortable, but, but still kind of laugh okay. like a pun. I was gonna know? say,
2: would you like what zero even? It's like it's like a groan. A zero, like, uh, it is a, recogni- a, a recognition of funny. Okay. Yes.
0: So, yeah. So, uh, so, so who wants to go first? It
1: is. Uh, I kind of have a lot. Okay, so Chase had a we'll, lot. We'll start with Chase. How about we'll start I'll say him, and end, if you guys. Let's end with Chase because I have okay. literally two and well, one, no, of one should, barely. No, I. All right, since we'll have do the the most, executive
0: order. Grippy, you go first. You have two. Well, no, I'm saying should I say should I
2: say mind The fuck up. So that Shut wh- if you guys shared one dude, with me, you just mentioned it. Shut up. It? Hey Chase. Yeah. I'm the host. I know. I'm just saying it would
1: make more sense. Why does it make any sense? We're all going to list stars off.
0: Chase, I understand. I know you're fucking excited. Here's the guys. I understand that none of us wanted to do any work for this podcast because it's so uncomfortable to actually watch this television show and then talk about it for half an hour. I understand that, but let's not talk about the way the format goes. And Grippy, give me the jokes. What was what was your uh your count?
1: I have a point, f- point zero 0.05 because I almost <laughs> half smiled when he cleaned with the chicken. <laughs> And I have, and I got to give it to him, a, a solid, without question, six out of ten for the Pompidou when he appears. That's a strong one. I'll give him 100%. I hated every second of watching this, except for that second, because that second brought me a lot of joy. I would rewatch okay. that second only. <laughs> Loved it. Okay,
0: okay so uh, so Grippy clocked it in with two laughs. I gave it six. Wow. I actually laughed six times in this episode. I,
1: maybe I'm a little more generous than you. Absolutely, were I didn't? I, bear, I was stoned. I'm a faced. little,
0: you know, a little higher than you. Okay, that might be it, but All I right. gave it a six. Number one's when he's, I just wrote, looks like he's jerking off in the bathtub. Gave it a two, made chuck. <laughs> Number two, I just wrote, the dog, gave it a four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, specific <laughs> no specific dog moment, no specific
0: dog moment, just the dog in general. Okay. Deserves a laugh I think there was a moment But I didn't want to write it down uh, Number three Pompidou.
1: <laughs> I also we, gave that a six Yeah that's a solid yeah, That's a six anyway way you cut it Any way you slice it
0: uh, Number four is the toupee change bowl When he's the hobo on the street I gave that a one
1: <laughs> Okay I was like that's <laughs> not deserving more than a one But I understand why someone might find a one out of that
0: Number five I gave a five and it was when they were watching the TV and he goes Pompidou, Obi Wan Yo yo-wo-wo-wo-wo-wo. And it <laughs> sounded like he said you're my only hope
1: <laughs> And he had like the he had the Leia hair. No, that was like a I think you have to bump that down to a three because I gave that so? a negative two. I frowned oh. I frowned oh, okay. in rage. Alright, so I'm I'm
0: popping that down to a three. Okay. Okay. Uh, And then the last one, number six, is when the butler finally cleans everything, and he's about to play the theme song, and he goes, "Oh, thank you (laughs) very (laughs) much." What? I didn't even catch that. He like says, "Thank you very much." It's like, (laughs) "Oh, rush." Then plays it for four. I can't do it. But there you go. My my tally was six. Uh,
2: I, I sure hope I don't have more than you, Chase. Um, no, I actually had quite a bit. I think oh, my God. final tally's at eight.
1: Oh my God.
2: But I mean, wow. I, I was really, I I measured anything I hear, on the Richter scale. I didn't hear. It was like if there was just like you made a little a, bit of. You made noise If there no was like a little. Like, I was in the same room. If as you. there was a tingling sensation in my tummy or if I kind of <laughs> smirked. <laughs> okay. I recorded it. All right. So my first one is so when we were trying to get the episode started, you paused it on when he in the opening credits, and he kind of had this funny smirk, and I just wrote *Pompadour smirk in the opening, and I, I wrote I smirked, and I gave it a three. A smirk is not a three. A, a smirk, smirk is, is a
0: one. A smirk okay, is a what?
2: You know what? Here,
0: Matt, you and I are going to be on the same scale. The chase I, scale is completely different.
1: Okay. Yeah, this is a weird scale. There's tingling in your stomach involved. I'll what? just describe... Imping- how about real? this? this I, is
2: I honestly I didn't really... I didn't keep track of the numbers right i thought it was a one to five scale so how about this jesus
1: christ okay, I, no, there you go. You the on. chase
0: scale is one to five okay and and by the way on the chase scale a smirk is a three <laughs>
2: <laughs> well here's so the, the thing the, i the i was trying to adjust all, my fuck. scale i was trying to adjust my five scale to your ted scale that would be the, the reverse <laughs> you did <done> it
1: reverse <laughs> you fucking idiot I was trying to adjust A three adjust- would be a 1.5 on our 10 scale, dumbass. Just round it up. <laughs> you rounded... You doubled it. You doubled it. <laughs> you doubled it. That's that's, your, that's how you round up. Okay, should I go... Should I
2: adjust mine to your guys' scale, or should I keep no, it on no, my no. own? Us, okay, us if it was... Scale, here's the thing. Even,
1: this is This, lit- this is this the fucking Okay, <laughs> <disgusting. laughs> So
2: the second one is... Dancing with Betty White, it makes her miss her bus. I gave it a one and a smirk. Okay.
1: Okay. So smirk So exactly. this is a one smirk. You this gave is a the three smirk to the smirk.
2: I individual. gave a really big smirk that first time. The second one was not as big of a smirk.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Picking up a wallet for the third time, 0.5 smirk. Okay. Like that was literally like a quiver of the lip. Okay. Because I was almost trying to, like, hold it in a little bit. You're trying to hold it in? The reveal of to... the butler having golden locks. I gave that a solid two snort. I snorted a little <laughs> bit. Okay. okay. And then, bon, do A solid three loud laugh.
1: So okay. okay, but if you're doing I, your weird thing where you double it, then it's a six, a six. which means you're on point. So I was on point. Yeah. Perfect. No, I mean... It still makes no sense at all. We're just trying to fit um, it within. Cup of
2: tea. And then they sit on the TV. I thought it was cool how when they said cup of tea, they immediately sat on the TV. I thought, you thought that, that was cool? I <laughs> was impressed. I gave that a two, a two snort. Okay. Um, oh, when The first reveal that Pompidou was going to be in the TV and he popped his head up. Okay. I chuckled pretty, pretty loud. I gave that a three. And uh, my last one was when uh, the butler was watching the the game show, and he was getting mad that the girl Pompadour didn't know what the uh, what the answer was, and he just screams out loud, "Flamini!"
1: <laughs> and I gave that a two snort. Okay, we're gonna have to deal with how you do this. But, that's but I, it. I I I'm gonna, propose a, I'm gonna propose a uh, a hmm. final. Th- thing to end the episode. I think that we should end each episode with a single question that I think we're going to have to ask every episode, and it might be similar every episode, but I think we should all state our case. Um, Who was most naughty (laughs) in this episode? State your case, Chase.
2: I think the most naughty in this entire episode was Betty White. I think that even though she wasn't like naughty in a way, Of like taking anything or stealing from Pompidou Because she always gave the wallet back But I think she kind of had sexual feelings for Pompidou And I think that they could have got naughty At some point later down the line If he ever decided to follow up with that
0: Okay Okay Um, I'll send it to you, Matt Who do you think was the most naughty?
1: Well, I'm going to go for naughty level I'm going to go with the TV delivery man Uh, who seems annoyed that he has to do his job of simply bringing the box of the TV in. And not only does he do that, he doesn't even know how – he has no uh, spatial awareness to even know how a box would fit through a door, first of all. Then he needs three cups of tea before he can even deliver the TV, and then he is – Involved in the breaking of the TV that he was meant to deliver then just leaves as if nothing happened. I mean, Pompidou, we know he's an idiot, but he is, you know, he's employed by to be a butler, so he's doing his job too. But this TV delivery man should be held to some kind of standards, and I find that naughty.
0: I'm just going to let that hang for a minute. Okay. Uh, the butler in my opinion was the most naughty. Oh, really? Episode. Because I
1: actually would argue that he was the least naughty, but let's hear your let's hear your case.
0: Naughty in the sense that he won 8 million pounds and then chose to move right back to where he was. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> in couldn't this spare...
0: entire situation everything could have been avoided. <laughs>
1: Also, if he and gave like half a million pounds to Pompidou, Pompidou would be out of his hair forever. He would not exactly. have to deal with him being his when, butler.
0: When he's sitting there and they put the 10,000 pound sticker on the price of Pompidou's house, the only thought I had was, why doesn't the butler just buy Pompidou's
1: house? He's got eight yeah. million pounds. And then he spends eight million pounds on that trailer, apparently, and his hair. <laughs> and his
0: paintings. All, the, all his, his like modern art Andy Warhol knockoff paintings of his face was a thing in the episode. Well, anyway, this has been – we're about 40 minutes now. So this has been Pompadour Review. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Uh, you can reach us on our other podcast if you enjoyed what you're listening to, The Countdown, which uh, Grippy is now going to rattle off the ways you can find that.
1: You can find yeah. The Countdown at, at uh, iTunes by searching Matt Grippy. If you search Matt Grippy on iTunes and then click the podcast tab, you will bring up The Countdown. Or you can go on Stitcher Radio and search The Countdown and uh, The Our podcast will be the one with a picture of a guy with glasses and a guy with red hair. If you don't know what we look like, that's what we look like in cartoon form. Click on that and listen to our episodes. I believe you should be able to access all episodes now. Up until recently, we're only able to access up till. I think I fixed that. Okay, Chase fixed it, so it's not even worth bringing up. Anyway (laughs) – to anyway their... and uh, thank you yeah. for
0: listening to Pompadour Review. I'm your host Lincoln Bartlett joined by Chase Adore and the talented Matt Grippy. Excuse me, Mr. Grippy.
2: Can I be the naughty Chase Adore?
0: Would you like to be the naughty Chase Door? All right. Yeah. I'm t- Let me do this again then. Thank you for listening to Pompadour Review. I'm your host Lincoln Bartlett joined by the naughty Chase Door and the talented
2: sure. Mr. Grippy. very like
1: much. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I have to shit before the countdown. Okay,